Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help. From fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome, Horns. You are here with Horns and Son. Of course, you've got the world-renowned Sensei and your boy Mod at Victorious 5-2, man. We're about to get it in and talk about the whole world of the Longhorns, man. 24 days till football on the 40 acres, and I am excited, man. What about you, Sensei? Oh, it's glorious. It's glorious. I've already thought about sitting down and watching that first Rice game. Many a times, uh, just just dreaming about it. It's so great. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. The fresh cut grass, 102. It's 99 right now, but 102 outside is always going to be, you know, hot. It's preheating. Uh, it's going to be hot with us all the way through September. And, man, I'm like I said, it, it is one of those things that we are excited about. But I know another thing that Texas Longhorns are really excited excited about. And that's your boy, Colin Simmons, man. Talk, Let's talk about it, man. I mean, he, he's been committed. He was committed um, and really solid when um, we had Ron Holland locked in, right? You know, because they came from the same school. And now it's like, you know, we when Ron Holland left, we were wondering, hey, man, is he going to come? Is he not? But let's talk about it, Sensei, man. Holla at me. What you think? I think it's very funny. Great transition, by the way. I think it's very funny that you equate football with how hot it is outside. Like, like people in other states don't do that all the time. I'm sure people in Minnesota are like, yo, it's about to get cold, and our Vikings about to play. Like, yeah, it's very <laughs> funny to me. It's like 102, 99, that's football. Um, but, yeah, man, Colin, Colin Simmons, you see who's behind me, right? That number 46. The number 46, 
I'm gonna go ahead and say Colin Simmons is probably should he commit to Texas going to be the best defensive prospect we had since since 46 was on the 40 acres um since Malik Jefferson I think Colin the number one recruit out of Texas is 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 Colin Simmons this year um and I I don't think that's me being too hyperbolic like I think he is that much of a game changer um and so that's that's why this is important uh one of the things that we talked about the last time we did a show is how few in-state recruits that Texas has right now. Getting the number one prospect in the state of Texas flips that around. We go from from uh, barely tapping into the state to almost being uh, dominant in one recruit. And so Colin Simmons is very important, especially at a, at a, t- a position of need for this class and for this team on the defensive line. Right. Um, He helps change the narrative that Texas doesn't do anything with it, doesn't send to the NFL. It's defensive prospects. But it's just a it's just a game changing recruit. Right. And Texas has been treating it as such. But you hear that? No, somebody's at the door. Somebody's at the door. (laughs) It's 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 LSU. LSU's at the door. Uh, (laughs) And. It, it hasn't necessarily um, been the clearest of recruitments. Um, we have thought that Colin Simmons was going to go to Texas. We we have he has been crystal ball and marked to Texas. Um, but every time he goes to Baton Rouge, the man falls in love with the city. And it's it's I've never been to Baton Rouge myself, but I don't imagine it's hard to fall in love with the city, if, especially Not if you're hard. playing for Ellis. LSU, right? It's Louisiana, um, man. I mean, it's the boot, man. There's, I mean, if I'm young and I'm 19, there's some beautiful women in Louisiana, man. You know what I'm saying? But I, it's the it's it's the University of Texas. You got to pick here, man. So I mean, you know, it, I, I I can imagine it's hard for the young fella. I can I can imagine it's hard for the young fella. It's 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 hard because of two things. If we're really being honest, right? LSU has uh, sent over 100 prospects to the NFL, right? Um, it's it's not a hard sell to be like, hey, if you come here, we're going to turn you into an NFL prospect. Now, that being said, that was not the staff that did that. That was not the staff. Not um, at all. There's no position coach right now at, at LSU that Colin Simmons is talking to. So that's a strength on our board. And we have been talking about how um, how te- or how Texas treats it, it, as far as its NIL opportunities. How we wanted we want him more than LSU does. He means more to us than he means to LSU, right? And so every time he goes to Baton Rouge, he falls in love with the place. But that doesn't mean he doesn't also like Austin. I've been hearing that it's 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 not so much a toss up, but the real recruitment is going to take place after this commitment, which kind of sucks because whether he go, he chooses the horns or whether he chooses the tigers, you would think once the guy's committed, he would stick. Right. But it, it seems like the, the real recruitment is going to take place uh, more in the fall than uh, this actual right now today, he's going to sign somewhere, right? Right now it's uh, Wednesday, August 9th. He's expected to sign somewhere a little bit later in the day. Um, so 
We'll see. Uh, he he loves Austin. He loves LSU. He might be even telling the teams the same thing. Like, hey, I want to play for you. I like Probably your program. So. Probably and so. All the things that have been reported is he's a guy that likes the process, right? Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. You're you're 17, you're 18. Do your thing. Get your attention. I'm I'm here for it. And and you should enjoy the process. But um, that just means as a, from a fan's perspective that we're not gonna know. We're really not going to know until he is either flipped from one school to the other and later on this this fall, or he stays, right, after National Sign. So that's that's kind of the, the state of this right now. Do um, you have anything to add, Dad? Yeah, man, I, I, I think, he, I think he, he chooses Texas, number one. You, you still have... Uh, even after this cra- this class, Baron Sorrell, who's a junior, is probably going to go to the league. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you got Justice Finkley on the other side, but you also have Colton Vasquez, right? And they're they're talking about Colton Vasquez, and we're going to talk about this later on. And um, we're talking about him looking like you know a young Nick Bosa. You know what I'm saying? And and that's. When you when you have you know those kind of comparisons, and you got somebody who you can put on the flip side of him, who can go ham with him, those are the kind of things that you're like, yeah. And we're playing in the SEC, so it's not one of those things. If we weren't in the SEC, I'd be I'd be concerned we were going to lose college, right? Yeah. But we're going in into the SEC first year, and uh, I think this is a guy who's going to stick to his commitment, and stay true. Ron Holland stayed true all the way until you know G League. I mean, and when you're when you're offered G League, of course he was gonna get you know NIL money, but you know the G League he gets a look and he gets paid. You know, I get it. Like I, I get why he would go. You know, hey, but just, just to be clear, just to be clear, he is he he's not committed. Uh, he maybe had a silent commitment, but none of that's official. So he he hasn't been committed for a while. If if he was committed earlier, I didn't know about it. But he's not committed now for sure. Colin Simmons. Oh no, no, no. No, when I say when I say it was a soft commitment, and that's why the crystal ball was Texas, because him and him and Ron Holland were boys. They they were partners. You know what I'm saying? They they're partners that both went to Duncanville High School. You know what I mean? So uh yeah, that's 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 my two cents. I fully expect Colin to be a longhorn. Um you know, and definitely moving right along, man. And we start talking about. I, go ahead. I want to put a button on that real quick. Um, okay. If Colin does not become a Longhorn, suddenly we are looking at this class not having a top twenty Texas in-state recruit, um, which isn't good. And just, just we'll say that it's not good. We can move on uh, and leave it there. It hasn't happened, so there's no need to waste too many breath, too no, much breath no on need. it. No need. Well, so practice forty acres, man. We had a guest last week, um, one of the best guests you could ever have, the Superman himself, Vincent Young. Um, and the thing that that Vince brought to the practice and brought. You know, out there was he told me he said, "Man, hey, this this practice is not good enough to beat Alabama." And the thing, the thing that I know about that and why he could actually run out—not just because he won a national championship, but if you remember, Vince, when we beat Michigan in the in um, the Rose Bowl the previous year, told him, "Hey, man, we'll be oh, back." Four. Yeah, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. He told him, hey, man, we'll be back. And and they practiced like that. He he, he put up in the locker room, meet me here at 8, every, at 8 p.m. every night if you want to beat Ohio State. Because Ohio State was the second game of the year. Big time game. One of the first games under the lights at the at the horseshoe and we went down there we handled our business we went we you know we, we went, went down what's there crazy is we always beat ohio state it, well, we handle ohio every time we see them for some reason we, we have their number we got we got one loss to them we got one loss when did, to them. I when mean, did we lose to because cole went to, to and beat ohio state when did we lose yeah, to cole ohio, beat ohio state? state in the fiesta bowl right um, but we lost to them that year, and we lost to them that next that that previous year after Vince. We lost, right? So, so we we're two won, and one. We lost and we won. Okay. Yeah. In this recent series, we're two and one. You know, Quan Cosby got him. But uh, you know, Vince Vince said something that was you know one of those things that I understand. He said, "Hey man, meet me here at eight if you want to beat Ohio State. This second game of the year." So what do you think about that? theory meet me here if you want to beat ohio state just just uh are you are you talking about the intensity of the practice no i'm, I'm saying what okay well I, I'll, I'll just i'll backtrack a little bit when when, when your, your quarterback your leader is saying mm-hmm. hey meet me here and we got to do something outside of practice to beat these guys in the second game of the season you know i, I to me i think that's leadership right and that's somebody sure. who knows that, hey, man, you don't get a, a whole bunch of warm-up games. You don't get a chance to play Rice and SMU and, you know, uh, Grand Valley State. You you got Rice, then you got Alabama. So you need to be firing on all cylinders the first, first two games of the season. You need to be so, at a high level. So my question was, okay. is what do you think about that type of leadership from the quarterback position? So whenever you start a new skill or whenever you're on the journey to be great at something, right? One of the things that helps the most is seeing other people be great, right? Understanding what it takes to be great. Okay, I have this leader in front of me who can show me what to do. And if I'm Quinn, I am so thankful for that experience in this in this situation, right? Um, if, if Quinn is the type of guy we want him to be, he's seeing Vince Young and he's hearing his words and he's soaking it up and being like, okay, there's another level that this needs to go to. And from all reports, uh, this 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 year, Quinn has has turned it up a notch, right? Like he he has been working. He has been grinding. Last year we heard like, you know, he's, he's doing some stuff, but we also heard he's resting. He, he doesn't understand the playbook yet. None of that has been happening this year. So I think I think for that opportunity, I'm I'm grateful to Vince for if if, if Quinn does uh, take those words seriously. Um, and he cut the one. mullet. And he cut he cut the mullet. He he didn't even let it become a thing for real. Like he he it seems like he's taking taking this year way more seriously. Um, so I think I think it's good to have Vince show up um, and, and say something like that. I hope Sark really hears that and be and is like, hey, uh, this is, you know, we're going into Tuscaloosa. It's a little different when they come here than when we're going into. Let's make sure that we're ready. Um, so I think that's that's pretty much my whole take on it is anytime somebody from the past, like a Vince Young, there's only one Vince. But like a Colt McCoy, 
like a like a uh, an Earl Thomas, anybody of that that burn orange royalty caliber can come back and and give some wisdom. I think that's that's always going to be good. And you got to think about it, man. They brought an attitude to the game, right? And that's what you're seeing. You're seeing in these in these spring practices. You're seeing an attitude. Um, and and it's got to be, man. I mean, you you lightweight got to be fighting each other in practice. You, you I mean, for real, it, it needs to be the offense needs to almost be set tripping against the defense. Like we're better than y'all. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be no kumbaya sitting around the fire trading marshmallows and war stories. No, we should be going at each other's throat. I mean, we should be really going at each other's throat, not trying yeah. to hurt each other but literally trying to outdo each other. And you're seeing that attitude switch, especially after Vince came in and said what he said. You know, you definitely got to be, hey, man, all hands on deck because you're not going to beat Alabama doing patty cake. Patty cake, patty cake, cake. I don't care if it is a down gear for Alabama. You still got one of the greatest coaches to ever coach the game of college football in Nick Saban, and he's going to have them boys ready. I mean, yeah, what's a down year with the Patriots? What's a down year with the Spurs of old? What's the down, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, cool. We we're still going we're still going to come and, and put it on you. Like, don't don't get that don't get that twisted. There's something I do want to point out of the, the that team of old though that I've only ever seen um from from that 05 run. Um it, it's it's something that I would love to see again in this program being instilled, but it's something that they have to prove. Um, there was a game that year in, in 05 where uh, Oklahoma State, we go play Oklahoma State in Stillwater. Um, and we are down at the half, 0 to 35. And I remember, I remember you know, looking we over. Ranked second to, that whole year after beating mm-hmm. Ohio State. Continue. I remember looking over at you and being like, hey, man, uh, <laughs> you see this scoreboard? This might be a problem. Then you were like, we're a second half team. And we come back and we win that game. Um, but it's something that they have proven time and time again that we are tough. We are resilient. We will come back. We will be 35 to 0 versus Oklahoma State does not represent us. Um, and I think that's that's championship ball. And that's a trait that some of that resiliency that I would like to see. Um, I would like to see our coach and our players uh rep- just just have a little bit of that if we can have 30 percent of that 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 would go a long way yeah man but you know it came from those players and that's why you know we're going to get into this real quick you know it came from the casey studdits it came from the lyle sin lines it came from the earl thomases it come from the cedric griffins the michael griffins you had all these guys on one team and, and these guys were about that life. You know what I mean? So that's why I said when, you know, Xavier, he, you know, he was telling, hey, man, y- y'all got too many prima donnas out here. You know, we can't, you can't Who said win that? with. Vince said, y'all got too many prima donnas out here. Can't oh, okay. win with these prima donnas. So now you're seeing the Jordan Winningtons. Now you're seeing, you know, uh, uh, the JT Sanders. You're seeing these boys step their level of competition up saying, hey, man, let's go get it. And then, you know, of course, the even the guy who I don't like, Ryan Watts, is out here just handling his business. I mean, I, and, and that's what you want to see. That's exactly what you want to see 
the level turned up, the intensity turned up. We got 24 days before we do it. You need to blow the doors off Rice and be ready to get down there at Tuscaloosa to blow the doors off Alabama. Right now, uh, you're seeing Jonte Cook take over training camp. You know, I mean, he's doing, he's, he's looking phenomenal. It, it, yeah. he's took over he's took over the X position so now there's only him and Xavier Worthy at the X there ain't nobody else over there you know what I'm saying it was so bad uh, you know you, you're now seeing Isaiah Nayor be the, the fourth fourth wide receiver well the fifth wide receiver you know what I'm saying and he's back he's healthy he's on the field he's doing everything but man I mean he's not back back he's still wearing his brace but he, he's he's <laughs> He's not back back yet. No, he's he's actually practicing full speed. He, he's no, yeah, 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 yeah. But he's but not he's, he's not before what he was before. That's what I'm saying. Uh, well, okay, okay. But you still got you still got uh, added uh, Ad Mitchell who's killing him. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm excited about. I mean, you you got to think about Ad Mitchell. Ad Mitchell probably has two of the biggest catches in, in recent college football history. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about AD for sure, and he's all get he he's all get off the bus team. Uh, he's all all state get off the bus team, um, and so, so I, I I really have high expectations for him. Like I'm really excited. I think even like I can't remember maybe Quan Cosby and and uh, and Jordan Shipley were they on the field together at the same time? I can't remember yeah. a better wide receiver tandem. Like no, there's not there. I, I'm just going to tell you, this is the best wide receiver class that we've had and number two in the nation. Some people say number three behind Washington and Ohio State, but I, I, Ohio State's number one, definitely. Texas is number two. Xavier Worthy, Jonte Cook, A.D. Mitchell, uh, Jordan Winnington, Casey Kane, Isaiah no- Nayor, uh, DeAndre Moore. I mean, that man. I mean, we, we, we got to give a qualification of on paper because we haven't seen it yet but on paper yeah okay. yeah, yeah so wait 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 wait. so we've seen ad mitchell we've seen we haven't seen everybody together at once okay but yeah but we we know what ad mitchell could do right mm-hmm. we know what xavier worthy could do mm-hmm. we know what jordan winnington could do sure and we know what jt sanders can do it looks great on paper but so he and, and this is even the thing that Sark said. Sark said, We're gonna put five in, we're gonna put five in the, 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 the box to where you're gonna have to keep men towards the line of scrimmage and you're gonna have to cover one on one and somebody's gonna be open. And and somebody's yeah. gonna be open. And that's what that to me is a winning formula, and I love it, Sark. I love it because if you if your your eleven personnel that you run out there is going to be faster and bigger than dang near everybody else. Now, there's somebody I got to mention in camp that's that's going off and that really looks like he could play on the defensive side of the ball, and that's Christian Jones. Christian Jones looks like a man. He looked like a John Coffey out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he looked, yeah I'm tired, ball. He looked like John Coffey. He looked like he just, just ugh, throw people around, man, and, and, and nobody fact. This is what's mm-hmm. blowing my mind. The man got no body fat out here. His shirt is rolled up like Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you 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 got you got 
dogs out here. And then Quinn is on the uh, the watch for it, the Davey O'Brien. Quinn, this is it, man. This is it. This is your time to shine, bro. So I was listening to some conversation um, about Quinn. Um, and really, we're, we're, we've talked about it before. The, the, the running back position uh, is shaky. It's, it's shaky right now. It's shaky right now. We could be proven wrong. It could be one of the strengths of the team. But right now, I'm not sold on Jonathan Brooks. Um, and one of one of Savion Reds in the doghouse. There's some stuff going on. Um, in order for this offense to work in theory, the way that we the way that we think it should work, uh, the the way that like Sark was running this offense through Alabama, Devontae Smith got a got a Heisman off of type of type of uh, offensive pressure. It's got to go through Quinn, man. And and so for it to go through Quinn, I mean, he has to have 3,000 yards easy. Like easy. that, it has to, it has to happen. He has to be 20, 27, 28 touchdowns easy. That's what it's got to look like. He has to be Michael Penix level good. And that's not to say he can't do, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion that it could happen. But I would be more confident had I had seen more consistent play last year. Um, and we're starting to get some of that in camp. Like, it seems like that's the... But, you know, be careful with that burn orange Kool-Aid. Be careful with that with, with, with the way that the coaches spin things. But I I am a, a believer right now in Quinn's ability to get to these markers, right? I think if Quinn has 3,000 yards, um, if we have multiple 10, 10, 10 touchdown receivers... Um, if if anything, if if anything is going on in the backfield, meaning like eight eight hundred yards from a single back, I think we get ten wins. We're probably in the playoffs. Like I, I think I think that does happen, but I'm still I still am waiting to to put my eyes on the product. Yeah, I need I'm to, with you. Need to see the need to see the products. You need to you need to show me it's real powder first. <laughs> I, I like I like Jaden Blue. I like Jonathan Brooks. I feel like we're gonna get something out of one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? I, I and then Keelan Robinson out of the backfield doing what Keelan Robinson does. You know what I'm saying? I think he he the only one thing is I don't want that to be a telltale sign for defenses. Like, oh, Keelan's in the game, we're about they're about to throw. You know what I'm saying? I, I wanna make sure that we have you know, Keelan in the in the game, and he's a run option too, so that that way, you know, uh, defenses can't key on us. Because I mean, hey, I mean, we we got we got the talent. I mean, how much do you do you put Keelan in the game at the receiver spots? And it, like, okay, so so somebody has to come off the field. So what we're taking we're taking Jonte Cook off the field to put Keelan Robertson in at, at his spot, so he can do some jet sweeps. Like, are we? Are we are like how how wise is it to, for us to really use Keelan Robinson like that? Unless he's going to be in the backfield in the two back set, you know. But that's it. I was just about to. You took the words out of my mouth since I we we you saw a lot of Bajon and Roshan in that two back set, and one of them was leaking out and getting a, a wheel route. You're going to see that. You know what I'm saying? You'll see a two back set wheel route. You know what I'm saying? And and. You know, Keelan's gonna be a linebacker on a wheel route. That's gonna happen for sure, right? For sure. You know what I'm saying so. I, I mean, honestly, I, I don't. 
I I want to see that. I want to see Keelan in the game. You know, turn around. Ah, uh, you know, give him the ball. Let him let him get up the the lane a little bit. You know, let him run a couple times, and then the next thing you know, uh, here it is. Sneak him out. We're out. We got it. And at that point, we're good, man. But we flipped the ball, man, and we start talking about, uh, like I said, Baron Sorrell and Jalen Ford and Ryan Watts are out here talking cash. They out here talking. Yeah. You know, a whole bunch of cash. And that's that you want to see attitude from those guys. You know, you want to see attitude from Barrett Sorrells. He's your junior. You know, Jalen Ford's your senior. And and you know, you wanna you wanna hit Ryan Watts a senior. You wanna hear him talk cash. This this y'all time to get to the league, buddy. You know what I'm saying? And when you had DBU, we used to be DBU. I mean, we had Kenny Vaccaro, we had, you know, like I like I said, Earl Thomas, you had Cedric, uh Cedric Griffin, Michael Griffin. You know what I'm saying? You had you had a uh, uh, Marcus Griffey. You had you had dogs back then. Ready? You know right. what I'm saying? Just a stable of pits. Um, I don't want to mention Blake Gideon because he gave it up against Texas Tech, but that's a whole other story. Um, but my point my point at this whole thing is is that the defense is out here acting like they're ready to go. Tiandre Sweat is still here. You know what I'm saying? And that's a big at, at defensive tackle. That's a big guy. That's a yeah. big guy, man. So. You know, uh, Jade Barron is still out here. It, 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 um, you know, you're another one of your your defensive backs. So, and he's a nickelback. You right. Know? So, I mean, we 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 got skill, we got talent. If this defense, to me, um, can can be, ah, uh, you know, twentieth, third, twentieth, uh, fifteenth in the nation. And his offense being top ten, I'm looking for us to do great things. I mean, how how much does Jalen Ford really like? How much does he actually have to get better? Like half, half maybe fifty percent better? Like twenty five percent better? How 20, how long does he twenty five? How much does he have to be to get better to be like second round and uh, to really make an impact on the on the on the field as far as elevation like actual elevation of the defense because if if i mean last year i'm looking at it right now uh my man did 60 yeah 61 solo no 119 tackles 61 solo 10 tackles for a loss two sacks three forced fumbles what if we if we're just adding uh uh sack numbers what two more sacks one and a half more forced fumble. Like what? What are we? What are we actually? Four interceptions. So just just keep consistent. Maybe maybe twenty five percent more consistent. And we're talking about about elevation at that point. We're talking about game changing in multiple games at that point. Um, I think twenty five percent is a good number for him to be second round. If he gets any better than that, he'll be a first round pick. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He'll he'll be a first round pick um, because he's a solid guy. He's solid at linebacker right now. You know what I'm saying? If you, I mean, you saying solid, improve, but he should have been Big Twelve Player of the Year last year. Like it was, yeah, it was a crime I mean, he if wasn't. He, if he stays where he is right now, he's third, fourth, fourth round. You know, but if he goes, if he improves twenty five, he's second, and 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 anything over that, he's first round. The guy can go. You know what I mean? guy can go um and i think he takes the defense up at if, if he's 
that linebacker who can step up, st- help stop the run. You know what I'm saying? Now you got to pass, and it's up to Ryan Watson, Jade Barron, and those guys, you know, uh, to cover. And then you got people like Baron Sorrell coming at you. My my X factor for this, and and I'm looking at Justice Finkley. It's my X factor. I, I'm not. I'm. I hadn't heard much in camp about him. You know what I'm saying? Why, and why I, Justice Finkley? Well, he's the other side. He's the Jack. He's a, he's on the other side uh, from Baron Sorrell's. You got to have you know people slapping hands like the Water Boy. Uh, at the quarterback, we need to slap hands. Slap hands. We need to get to the quarterback, and we need to make the because Travante and uh, uh, Tavandre, excuse me, Tavandre and Byron are gonna get pushed from the middle. And if you get pushed from the middle and make a quarterback step up, I mean, excuse me, if you get pushed from the end and make a quarterback step up, well, then they're gonna run right into your D tax. But if you're not getting pushed from the edge, the quarterback can escape on the outside, and we'll need that. You know what I'm saying? We'll need that. That's exactly what hurt us at, at the end against Alabama is Bryce Young was able to escape around the other side um, away from, you know, Baron Sorrell uh, and then throw, throw a dime, throw a dart, and that, you know, basically won the game, and that was on Ryan Watts. I, I'm going to keep – Reminding you that was on. That I'm, was gonna, on I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in real quick. Uh, so I'm looking at Justin Finkley's stats. Uh, he played, he played in all 12 games. He has one solo tackle, six, uh, seven, seven uh, total tackles. That's it. That's the end of the stats. Um, I'm not depending on Justin Finkley for anything. It would be nice to get more for him, but I don't expect. I don't expect. Bro, we, like, we got He it. needs to improve a lot more before I start saying he's he's the key to this defense. He is. I think. I think. He is. I mean, like, yeah. Let me ask you a question. Where do where's the weak spot on the defensive line? You know, when you start scanning the defensive line, you say, "There's my weak spot right there." And and like I said, um, right behind him. That, that's sitting right behind him, chilling, is is the youngster from Westlake. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Fashion. Sitting right yeah, behind I would, him. Yeah, I would, I would want to see him start to get a little bit of a tick later on in the season. But um, I'm open to Justice Finkley improving. I'm not mad at it, but do I think he's going to suddenly become second like a team all Big 12? Probably not. I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't see that from him, but who knows? And who knows? But we need it. And then Malik Muhammad can can the freshman come in and start showing out a little bit? Can we can we get can we get something from the the true freshman over there uh, behind Ryan Watts? I you know I, I want to see that. I'm, that's why you want to see it. Uh, I, I I'm interested in what Byron Murphy does this year. Um, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to see. I think he's because again, if we can just get like. 25% improvements from the key player on the defense. I know that's asking for a lot, but if, if we can just get 25% improvements from everybody on the defense, I think we're looking at like 2020 levels of, of maybe 20, 2019 levels of this Longhorn defense. I, I think uh, like you're actually able to do something, um, go to the Sugar Bowl type of, type of defense. Um, and so that's, I just want to see everybody improve and it doesn't have to be a lot. But everyone needs to improve. Agreed. 
Agreed. So we're at that that part of the show, man. We got our parting shots, man. Talk to me. What what is it that you have uh, for the people this week, man? Is your parting shot? Um, the Quinn noise is so loud that it's hard to hear anything else. But I, I will say this: uh, Quinn Quinn's starting to, to. It seems like he looks good. Keep your eyes on that running back room. Yeah, um, I think I think I'll I'll, I'll marry that. And I'll say to myself, man, it's it's, and I keep saying it. It's Quinn's job um, to do what he needs to do. Quinn Quinn definitely needs to be in New York. He he needs to be in yeah. New York as finalist, um, you know, for for this year. Um, if he's not, we talked about the quarterback wheel of insecurity. You you did a really good piece on that, Sensei. And and in my heart, I'm saying to you is is that Malik Murphy, I think, has enough to take us, you know, to the promised land. So if he, if he loses that job, he'll never get it back. He'll never get it back. And, and he's either going to have to transfer or he's going to have to, you know, take it, take a shot at the NFL without having, you know, really a lot of film. But, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you, man. Uh, uh, it's, it's Quinn's thing to go. And, and, and again, my part shot last, and I, and I know you have something else to say. My parting shot is, uh, hey, good looking out, Vince. Good looking out. Thank you for coming and making sure that you put the pressure on this team because they need to know that the pressure's on them and and it's not going to get off of them till till the season is over. You're going to have pressure from now until the season is over, so get used to it. Colin Simmons, Ryan Wingo. Stop playing these games. Go ahead and commit to the 40 X, boy. I I I I cook for you personally. If you if you need you need a, a a sensei meal, I got you, bro. Uh you need you need a ride to your to your to your you need a ride from your from your penthouse downtown to the campus, bro. I got you, bro. I'll swing over. So go ahead and commit to the 40 acres. Hey, huh? you'll be your personal Uber. He got you. He got you. I got you, dog. I got you, dog. Go ahead. Go ahead and commit. Uh that's my parting shot. We got mints in the ox cord ready for you right now, and and water, what? cool water. We got those little baby waters too. Ooh, you you ain't never seen nothing about them little baby <laughs> waters. But hey, uh, follow me at We Are Chosen on Instagram, and uh, yep, yeah, that's my parting shot. Hey man, we like to thank you guys for watching and 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 being here with us at Horns and Sun. Till next week, man. We'll holla at you. Peace. Peace.